0: Thanks to the power of the wireless, we have been able to find the CEO of Lanico, Nick Davenport, who joins us now. Very good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Kerry.
0: Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I was just, whenever I hear of an innovative, well, whenever, whenever reference is made to an innovative New Zealand company, we always like to give them a wee bit of a shout out. We had a caller on saying, more should be done using wool in this country. And I'd love to talk to you about your company and what you're doing.
1: Yeah, great. Thanks very much for the opportunity. And my apologies, we were a bit busy, weren't listening. So um.
0: no, that's. that's <laughs> like, I don't expect everybody to tune in at one minute past nine and stay faithfully by the wireless till midday. But um, <laughs> so um, apparently you've been researching and working on this for for more than a decade now, in the in the use uh, of wool.
1: Not, uh, not quite more than a decade, but it's it's uh, getting it's certainly getting up there. And what we originally did, we realised that um, this wool product has a lot more potential than just being turned into garments or clothing or carpet and walking on it. And our sort of view is it's too good to walk on because of those properties. So we've embarked on a fairly expensive uh, scientific program uh, to delve into what it could do. And what we've discovered is that uh, it can make probably the world's best respiratory air filters. And uh, the technology that we've produced uh, produces a filter which goes into a whole range of products. And believe it or not, um, respiratory air quality is the world's number one public health problem.
0: I can so, well uh, believe it, looking at the um, air air quality of cities around the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's um, we have sort of timed this to kind of perfection because it's so on trend now with uh, a lot of people talking about sustainability, uh, synthetic microfibres in the water, all these types of things. And now we have created... Um, the world's first air filter, which in its production, its use or its disposal doesn't contribute to the problem that it's trying to solve. So it's kind of cute.
0: It's perfect.
1: Mm.
0: How long did it take to get you to this level where you've got a great idea, you can make it happen, uh, and you can get it out to market?
1: Um, It's taken as long as we can afford to move. So it's it's been a very, very expensive exercise we've had to really delve into the whole genetics, breeding and, and, and science and biology of wool fibre uh, to, to uncover these secrets. And that investment has then carried on as the investment into producing filters and then the whole commercialization of it. So probably about seven or eight years so wow. far and mili- millions of dollars up front uh, to do that. And we've uh, done that with the help of a few very loyal investors yeah. who have been long, <coughs> alongside us and our own monies and our own team who just... Um, work tirelessly to make it work.
0: No government money from R&D? We get R&D tax credits now, which certainly are
1: are appreciated. So while you're um, spending money at the rate we do, uh, trying to make this thing work, certainly every little bit helps. Um, And uh, the wool industry has been helping us and supporting us uh, with research funding into the science. And there are some other organisations that have also helped us on the fringes. So, um, but the, the vast majority of money has come through from, from private investment.
0: Yeah, And will you be able to keep the company in New Zealand as it gets bigger?
1: Well, absolutely. We've locked the technology into New Zealand wool. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is create a new value stream for wool where you can get a higher uh, price per kilo. So, you take the, the milk industry, for example, which gets relatively low dollars per kilo, you know, five, six, seven, or eight dollars a kilo for milk protein. We're aiming to get, you know, hundreds of dollars per kilo for, for wool protein wow. because it contributes to public health yeah, um, and individuals' health. So, you know, as little as one gram of wool can go into a mask and improve a person's health for a month. So, what would you pay for that? You know, it's, it just stands out.
0: Well, why aren't we getting credits for farming sheep rather than planting pine trees?
1: Yeah, I won't get into the politics of it, it goes goes too far but what we've really got is a really good story and I think we've got now this sort of the commercial validation and and the technical validation, I don't know whether there was a little news story that came out uh, about um, 9, 12 months ago where we had been chosen to be tested uh, on the NASA Orion space program to take men to the moon now that's been confirmed that um, our product is the only filter being used for critical life support protection on that Orion space program. And that's the first time that wow. mankind has been into deep space since 1972. And it's the most expensive voyage ever conducted in human history, and the most expensive vehicle has ever been built. So, uh, and, and our product is going to the moon. So that's um, really cool. That's the most fantastic endorsement that we can have. that our technology just works because, sustainability and microfibres in the water are not an issue on the moon.
0: Wow, that's so mm. cool.
1: Yeah, that yeah, so really cool. we're pretty pumped about it.
0: <laughs> so you should yeah. be, and I'm glad yeah. that uh, more people got to hear about Lanaco and the, the amazing team of researchers and designers and developers.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much for the opportunity. Really appreciate it.
0: Best of luck to you. That is Nick Davenport, CEO of Lanaco. That is so cool. That is absolutely on trend. He's quite right. It just came along at the absolutely perfect time.